0: O oh God, we pray that your word may invade our words, that it may make the complex simple and the weak strong, that by it the blind may lead the blind without both falling into the ditch, and that through it the desperate may find hope, and a whisper scarcely strong enough to reach those in the Father's pew may give purpose and power to light. Amen. I'm overcome with gratitude, sentiment, memories, one of which is the return to this place of Christoph Keller, my immediate predecessor, the father of your beloved dean, who coming back to this pulpit after having been gone for some time and I, as his successor as bishop, (coughs) came and stood here and he began his opening remarks for, my God, I love this place. And I greet you that way, I love this place. This is the place where I was consecrated bishop in September of 1980, as coadjutor bishop of Arkansas. And I have such special memories of so many of you. A number of you have greeted me this morning. I've had to work for a few names, but not too many and I could go on and on. But I want to say three things. I want to say to you that we are called by God as words of the uh, gospel today to us. I want to say a word about the bishops of Arkansas, of whom I am privileged and honored to be one. And then I want to end with a prayer for you of thanksgiving for you in the words of the epistle that was read just a moment ago. In the gospel, you meet a character by the name of Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus. He's got an interesting title. He's superintendent of taxes. Can you imagine a more popular guy in the community than the superintendent of taxes? And he's uh, climbed up into a tree because he wants to make sure to see Jesus. You decide that's the way to do it. Get up there and where you've got a good view. And Jesus uh, looks up and spots him. He can't hide from Jesus very long. And he says, Zacchaeus, come down. I want to dwell at your house today. And Zacchaeus, in a self-glorifying way, tells Jesus all the good things that he's been doing. He's giving half of, half of what he gives to, what he makes to charity. He's re, repaying the defrauded, Four times over, and he goes on and on about all the good things he's done. And Jesus says, That's all right. What's important is that salvation has come to your house on this day. And uh, we are, the lost are found, and uh, now we seek the other lost to join us. That's the word for you and me today. Whoever we are, wherever we are, God calls us. We can't hide from him, and we can't climb up the tree. He's going to find us and call us to be with him and call us to examine ourselves and to give up what we sometime hold dear for the glory of his kingdom. Bishops of Arkansas, a word about that. The first bishop of Arkansas came in 1838. His name was Leonardus Polk. <clears throat> He was followed by George Freeman, Henry Pierce, William Brown, sometime referred to as the first Bishop Brown, James Winchester, known as uh, the grandfather of a dear friend of ours who was the Bishop of Chicago, Bishop Winch- Bishop uh, Montgomery, as Bishop of Chicago, came here at a Dawson Convention at my invitation and told the story about being out in the congregation when his grandfather was up here as the bishop and he got up from the pew and said to his mother, I'm going to see grandfather, and came up the aisle. Wonderful, wonderful dear friend of of ours. Um, Edward Safry was Bishop of Arkansas and it was in his time that the Diocese of Arkansas elected the first African-American, one of the first African-American bishops. He served as bishop in Arkansas to the African-American community. I remember distinctly going to the church, I can't remember where it is, somewhere in central Arkansas, where they still show you the room where the African-American convention met in order to be separate from the white convention, not because they wanted to, but because that's the way it was in those days. It was not a happy time for many people. Demby needs to be remembered as a saint. Next, Richard Bland Mitchell, (coughs) Bishop of Arkansas in a difficult time. Uh, I first uh, stumbled across him when I joined Phi Delta Theta fraternity and was given a handbook to read. And the history of Phi Delta was the first part. And I had to read it all very carefully. And on the first page, there were two pictures of two former distinguished Phis, two who had preceded me into the fraternity. One, I was very pleased to, to see because I knew certainly about him. His name was Lou Gehrig. He was the pride of the Yankees. You, some know, some heads are nodding. He was a phi And on the other page, there was Richard Bland Mitchell, Episcopal Bishop of Arkansas. And I immediately said to myself in those young days, Arkansas, where is Arkansas? I've never heard of Arkansas. But there's the Bishop of Arkansas. But then he was succeeded by one who let us know where Arkansas was, namely Robert R. Brown, the next Bishop of Arkansas, who was here during those difficult days, those troublous days, those heroic days, during the integration of Little Rock High School, the Little Rock High School crisis. And he told the story for the world to hear that (coughs) the story What was happening in Arkansas was greater than Little Rock. That was the name of the book. I hope some of you know it. I hope some of you still have it. Greater than Little Rock. The problem, the struggle, the witness of Christian people to what is right and to what is doing right. Robert R. Brown. He was then succeeded by Christoph Keller, Jr. I was a seminarian at Virginia in 19, uh, whenever it was. It was too far ago even for me to remember. One of my fellow seminarians was Patterson Keller, who said to me one day, Hey, Herb, let me tell you about this brother of mine. Guess what? I've got a brother. He's older than me. His name is Christoph. And he's leaving a wonderful job, uh, taking care of a company down in Louisiana. And he's been reading for holy orders, and he's decided that's not enough. He's preparing himself for the priesthood. And he's gone to General Seminary. Well, of course, General Seminary, was, that was the place up there in New York City, us Virginia people weren't too sure about Virginia, general, but uh, we knew that good folk went there and they turned out good people and that's where I first heard about Christoph Keller. Little did I know. On that day when Patterson Keller told me about this interesting brother of his, that I would be his successor in this place. (coughs) I'm grateful for that role. I'm grateful for the friendship that was extended to me by Christoph and Polly Keller. I'm grateful for their friendship and their support, and I'm grateful for those who have come after. I was grateful for Larry Mays, who succeeded me as Bishop of Arkansas. He and I had been together on the board of All Saints School in Vicksburg. I knew him. And I'm grateful for Larry Benfield. I helped bring him into this diocese as an assistant at St. Mark's Church many years ago. And uh, It uh, has been a wonderful friendship. The church in Arkansas, I hope, is a little better for each of us bishops. I hope that's true. I don't know about me, but I know that it's certainly for some of us. At least we can say that the church in Arkansas has has survived some of these interesting characters, bishops, including yours truly. But I wanted to end with a prayer for you, with words of prayer for you. And these come from the epistle that was just read, St. Paul to the Thessalonians. He says, I thank God for you, for your steadfast faith. It's not always been easy. You've seen some difficult times, all of you, in your own lives and and in this place and um, in other places. May God count you worthy of your calling your call to be God's saints, your call to be God's people. May God count you as worthy of that calling, says Paul to the Thessalonians. May God, and so Herbert Donovan says to you, dear friends today, may God bring to fulfillment every good purpose and inspiration by uh, by faith that the name of the Lord be glorified in you. That's my prayer for you. And I am thankful for so many. I'm thankful for Chris and Polly Keller. I'm profoundly thankful for Christoph Keller III and Julie, and their gracious invitation to Mary and me to come and be with you on this weekend. I'm grateful for Miff Montgomery, now deceased, who was in the office when I arrived to meet me, and to whom It was my privilege to send to Camp Mitchell with her wonderful husband, Jim, to be the director there. I'm ever grateful for Beth Matthews, faithful secretary, not only here, but also went with me to the House of Bishops when I became secretary there, and she and Miff helped run the House of Bishops. God bless them. One of the priests who greeted me in a very important way was Peggy Bossmeyer, now deceased, one of the happy gifts Mary and I had was to be able to come back when we knew her days were numbered and be here in Arkansas to greet her and be with Peggy and Dennis. She was the vicar of St. Margaret's Church. I hope many of you remember her fondly. She greeted me. She was the first woman priest in this diocese. There was still a little rumbling about the fact that Arkansas had a woman priest. Most of the rumbling was good thanksgiving. But there she was, to be there for me in a special way. And one of the first things she had to say to me was, I've got a woman in my congregation who feels called to the ministry. She wants to go to seminary. She wants to be considered for holy orders. And you need to know that she's a lesbian. And I said, that's not a problem for me. That might just be a gift for me. Kathleen Lyles. I was later to see her through seminary at Yale Divinity School to visit her there to ordain her to the diaconate and the priesthood. Today, Kathleen Lyles, raised up and supported by Peggy Bossmeyer, is the rector of Christ in St. Stephen's Church and has a very significant ministry in the Diocese of New York and indeed was recently one of our nominees for Suffragan Bishop. You produced that's the kind of person that came out of this place, out of this diocese of Kentucky uh, of uh, Arkansas. Thank God for Peggy Bosmeyer and for uh, Kathleen Lyles. I'm grateful for those who worked with me, and I hope you remember some of them. Richard Milway, whose son just greeted me a few moments ago, who was my archdeacon, who was invaluable, and those who worked with him, Lynn McDowell and Christoph Keller as part of our mission outreach, countless others. I cannot end without a word of thanksgiving, not only to all of you, but especially to a particular priest whose privilege it was for me to ordain her to the diaconate and the priesthood. We associate her with Conway, where I believe she was when she died, and where she had served. Her name was Peggy Hayes. Her husband was the late Steel Hayes. Wonderful people, marvelous people, all in their own right, great ministries. I'm grateful to have known and been associated with her, and I give thanks for her ministry, and I hope that many of you could remember her fondly. God bless you on this day. Thank God for you and for your steadfast faith. Thank God for Christoph Keller and the leadership, and he and others give in this place. Continue to grow. There are days ahead that sometime will be testing, but you are up to the call, and God will give you the strength to stand fast and to grow as we continue to be God's servants in this place. Amen. In the name of God, Father.